Well, here I go, dipping my toe into the wide, wide ocean of podcasts. I really feel super psyched about this move because here's the thing. I have been waiting, suffering from the delusion that in order to add my voice into the world of personal growth, self-inquiry, thought leadership, Um, all of that jazz that I had to come on the scene as a big star because I used to be addicted to feeling um, the need to feel special. And then I realized we're all special. (laughs) We're all special and we're all lightworkers. So if my brand, if my voice, if my perspectives can turn on one light, then it will have been worth it because I hunger and crave and need to teach and to learn and to expand. I have a big signal and I desire to cast my signal as far as it needs to go to land on the ears of anyone who is desiring to have a transformative life. My own particular brand is geared toward beauty makers because I am one and I've grown a very wonderful, highly applauded and um, just a really great interior design firm. And as I've journeyed along this path, what I've realized is that the thing that lights me up the most about being a beauty maker is watching people become more beautiful on the inside as a result of being impacted by their environment. And so as I've come through this uh, process of being a business owner, I built my company off of my dining room table over 18 years. And that's where I am now, 18 years later, a principal of a multi-million dollar interior design firm. And yet I keep having this pull, this calling, this passion and desire to lead people home to uh, uh, my tagline is come home to yourself and what I mean by that is we have to come home to ourselves first and um, you know this whole game of healing or the not the game but you know the journey to healing we're never healed we will be growing and transforming and expanding for our entire lives, hopefully, especially if we go in pursuit of it as I have. I mean, I'm a relentless shadow hunter. Um, And when I get liberated, it is my joy and my ecstasy to share it with others who desire also to be liberated. And that's the way sisters do. We link up arms. And when one sister rises, we all rise together. And I'm a part of a movement of amazing sister goddesses across the nation and especially here in the Bay Area where I live, where these women are all turning each other on um, just emotionally, spiritually, and together we are rising to return to love, to come home to ourselves. And the way I do it, is through my interior design world. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, it's Divine Hustler. And yesterday I posted an IG video about something that is, wow, I've come to a really big awakening around this, this whole idea of codependence. I grew up in a fundamentalist Christian home. And as the feminine does, I 
befriended my tormentor, my, my tormentor. My dad, you know, was a victim of the patriarchy just like any other man in his generation and did not receive the love and the care and the, um, the support to find his authentic self. And as a result, he thought that he needed to dominate our family with his patriarchal um, disciplinary ways, his authoritarian ways. We had a lot of rules and a lot of structure. And as a result, I contorted myself to be his um, pleaser. Like if, if I was charming and pretty and got straight A's, and was the little helper and the wife around the house and I helped keep the household running and all of those kinds of things, then maybe I could get and receive the love that I so strongly desired. Um, I just wanted to feel safe. I mean, that is really what the feminine desires is to feel safe. So what I realized yesterday as I came through a rupture of feeling massive rage toward a client who was being critical and picking apart um, our process when he just absolutely has not been involved in the project. And then he came along uh, via an email, caught me totally off guard, triggered my trauma, and I went into a tailspin. And I won't go into all the details, but suffice to say that in that rupture, and as I kind of have come through it in the last um, 24 hours, what I have realized is that I have spent 14 years telling a story about this particular client. Um, we haven't worked together all that time. I worked with him many years ago, and then he cycled back around in the last year. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm different. I'll, I'll be different in this relationship. I'll be able to set boundaries. I'll be able to take care of my inner child if this person gets critical. And not true. It is pre-thought. It, pre it is the limbic system that gets triggered. So it activated that childhood trauma of desiring as a feminine to please and to friend and friend and friend and give and give and give and just be this endlessly generous person contorting myself to earn and garner the favor of people I place in authority over and above me. And it's like that onion peeling thing. I have been peeling that onion, I wonder how long this onion, how many layers it has, <laughs> because it feels like I've been peeling this one back for my entire adult life. Um, but I, I did get something in a deeper level. Um, you know, Divine Hustler is about hustling life. I have energy, I have a big signal, and coupling it with divinity. And I had taken the divinity out of it. I had strayed away from the tools I've learned over the years of really embodying the feminine. Um, and I'm not making myself wrong about it. God knows I've just been you know, the most willing disciple of the universe trying to um, come home to myself. But I did come home. I found my way home um, in a much deeper way as I came through this rupture. Um, the gift in this client criticizing me and helping me see that I have really um, even though intellectually I thought that I wasn't doing this. In fact, I was still practicing all these codependent ways of 
thinking like, how could you be so critical of me? I have given you everything. I have put my heart and soul and love into this project. Can you not see how hard I've worked? Can you not see what value I am? No, he can't. (laughs) He looks for what's wrong. He looks to criticize. He brings his own wounded, traumatic child self to the table. And so we are doing this thing that one of my friends um, has recently picked up the term um, trauma bonding. I believe that my codependent self was traumatized um, and that activated his, well, it wasn't traumatized. I'm just saying like, I think that my wounded self was trauma bonding with his wounded self. I guess that's the best way to say it. So, you know, wow, it's never ending. It's a never ending learning. So my desire with this podcast is to just be able to have an outlet for all the shit that I am learning for everything that I download on the regular about my growth. And I want to teach other beauty makers that we cannot separate our world as designers um, from who we are as people. And if we, who we are as people, frequently we come to this industry because we are such pleasers and we desire so much to care for others. And then the people who hire us are, you know, frequently um, perfectionistic people who can't be pleased. And so it keeps us activated in our wounds. And I want to help my sister goddesses stop that nonsense. And I've developed, I'm, you know, one of these days I'm going to share the process that I have been developing over the years to really vet (coughs) clients who are coming to you for uh, your act of service and who appreciate you and who allow you to make it right for them and who um, are just so grateful that you are providing them what you set out to provide them, which is beautiful homes, interior spaces that are allowing them to come home to themselves. And part of what makes us so good at at doing that is weaving that story in. I'm here to help you become your best self. And how do we do that? It's not that they're necessarily hiring you for that. But as interior designers, I think so many of us can relate to this idea that we are therapists almost more than we are um, interior designers. And we have to be very, very cautious that we don't take these people on and their wounds on Um, as our projects, but that we stay focused on providing them the service that they hired us to provide. And then in tandem with that, we can use our interactions as a way to come home to ourselves. And that divorces us from this codependent thing that we set ourselves up for so frequently. So this podcast won't be for every interior designer. And it will be though for the ones who desire to live their lives from a spiritual perspective and to serve from an open heart while still protecting and taking care of our own inner child, our own inner rebellious adolescent, um, and our own critical parent. Um, So these lessons will be about that and also business ownership. Um, I am 
a hippie at heart. <laughs> I, but I'm not, I'm not really, uh, I'm a very high end hippie. <laughs> um, mostly what I mean by that is I desire to lead from my heart and the divine feminine. And that gets me tripped up sometimes because I just want to, you know, have everybody that works for me be in a place of, um, oh, we're all in the same place. We all want to serve from our hearts. We all want to um, resolve issues by not making people wrong and not criticizing. But the truth of the matter is our employees come also with their own trauma. So how do we interact with them without getting triggered? How do we stay in our own lane as a boss while honoring their humanity? That'll be a part of what I discuss. Also, I'm a wife with a marriage that has stood the test of time because my husband and I took the vow with each other when we got married of I grant you your innocence and we journeyed through massive rupture in our marriage through bankruptcy and tax debt depression um, codependence narcissism you know disagreements about money parenting all of my um you know, inability to cite facts and details with a husband who's got a very engineer mind and his unwillingness to speak even one dialect of dolphin, (laughs) which he accuses me of speaking five dialects. Uh, And so how do we, how does somebody that's such an extreme feminine living from their heart, uh, stay married to somebody who's um, hyper critical um, engineer mind, who's living very much out of his head? You know, so how to navigate through marriage and also parenting. Um, How does a woman like me who had a home birth and, uh, you know, breastfed my kids and really tried to start them off on the right foot deal with the ins and outs of parenting um, children who are exposed to drugs, alcohol, vaping, Um, horrible, horrible junk food constantly and an inability to focus. Um, We've navigated through so much ADHD. So I'm, it is, this is the most self-serving podcast. There may never even be one listener to this podcast, but I will just say that taking the bold step into this ocean of podcast land is um, me acknowledging I'm not special and neither are you. And yet I am so special and so are you. It is the duality of life. So it is my hope that I can be your inspirational mentor, your expander. And I hope that you will be the same for me because I am hungry to learn. I am absolutely obsessed with transformation and uh, personal growth. And I also desire to truly honor truly, truly honor self-care on deep, deep level. And I go off path sometimes like I did in the last 24 hours. And then I get back on track and I am, wow, all of a sudden re-resourced and ready to go. And um, when I am in that place, I'm unstoppable. I feel tenderness in my heart and Um, an absolute passion to be of service to especially other women, especially other beauty maker women. But this podcast is for everyone. I hope it finds its way to the ears and the hearts and the minds and the souls of exactly who need it. And if there's anything that I'm experiencing through my, you know, adventurous Aries way um, of being really a pioneer and a pathfinder Um, because I am scared shitless of life, but also I'm scared and I do it anyway. 
um, I apparently like risk, um, as can be noted by my uh, running away from home at 16. <laughs> so how does, this, how does a teenage runaway, a 16-year-old divorcing herself from a fundamentalist Christian family with alcoholism and, and not many means create an energy-rich life full of friendships and love and heartache and heartbreak and expansion and wild success and extreme bouts of joy. Um, I have such capacity to play all 88 keys as one of my, my expanders, Mama Gina. Regina, Tom, Regina Thomas Hauser says, um, how do I do it? I don't know, but I'm here to share. And so if this podcast has found its way to you, I'm so very grateful. Um, and if it finds its way to no one, I'm also very grateful. So with that, I'm going to sign off from my very first ever podcast. One of these days I will be interviewing people. Um, but in the meantime, um, downloads will come as they come through after I have reconnected to source. And when you're not hearing from me, it's because I've disconnected and guess what? That's just the human condition. It's the, it's the wild ride. Um, okay. That's it for now. Have a blessed day and remember come home to yourself and it's an inside job. <laughs>